Hello, this is the audio version of Park Run Magazine. Thanks so much for listening. Each episode of the audio magazine will share hints and tips about getting started on a more active lifestyle, as well as stories about the people and communities around Parkrun events. Hello, it's lovely to have you with us for Series 3 of the audio version of the Parkrun magazine. This series, we'll be sharing some of the stories from Issue 3 of the printed edition of Parkrun magazine which was originally published in spring 2023. Coming up in this episode, we hear about the vital role landowners play in putting on parkruns every week and how having a parkrun on your land can bring loads of benefits. We also find out more about a very busy parkrun ambassador from Manchester and share parkrun's global five-year strategy. But let's start things off with some words of welcome from Parkrun's Global Head of Health and Wellbeing, Chrissy Wellington. Her words are spoken by an actor. It's an honour to welcome you to the third series of the audio version of Parkrun magazine. Although today I am Parkrun's Global Head of Health and Wellbeing, my journey didn't start off that way. It started with a cup of tea, or to be more accurate, a cup of tea was Parkrun's founder, Paul Sinton Hewitt, CBE. I had just retired from being a professional athlete and was, in all honesty, feeling a little lost, quite isolated and in need of a channel through which to fulfil my passion for promoting activity and healthy lifestyles. Over that cup of tea, we became engrossed in a discussion about the power of movement and junior parkrun. At that time, there were four wonderful junior parkrun events and Paul's vision was to grow this across the UK and beyond. He kindly invited me to lead on that piece of work, and so I embarked on an incredible new journey. And here we are, more than 10 years later, with 385 junior events spanning every corner of the UK and around 17,000 people taking part every single weekend. And we know that for every child who takes part, many others are impacted positively whether they're parents, guardians, teachers or people in the park who witness the magic happening firsthand. In this series of the audio version of Parkrun magazine, we'll celebrate Junior Parkrun, shining a spotlight on some of the people who make Junior Parkrun so special. But there's so much more besides. In episode two, we'll share some top tips for not wasting leftover food. And in episode three, We'll look at how strength training can help your everyday life. Happy listening. I hope you enjoyed this series of the Audio Mag. Parkrun's mission is to empower people to be social and active outdoors together. In February 2023, Parkrun unveiled a new global five-year strategy, outlining ways to help to improve the health and well-being of as many people as possible whoever they are and wherever they are in the world. Here are just some of the highlights. First, let's think about Parkrun's mission. What do health and happiness mean? The short answer is different things to every one of us. Community, friendships, a calm mind and getting active all play their part. Good health is about so much more than simply the absence of illness or disease. It also depends on our surroundings support networks and beliefs. Happiness is an emotion that underpins our well-being. 
We're happier when we engage in activities we enjoy. Parkrun supports people to be happier and healthier. It improves confidence and self-esteem, allows us to develop meaningful connections and helps people to manage long-term conditions. The Parkrun model is simple and scalable and is deliberately designed to minimize barriers to participation in physical activity and to putting on events. Because Parkrun supports and empowers local communities, it's easy for events to start and become established in a low-cost, sustainable way. Parkrun aims to make being active with others outdoors more accessible to more people. So here's Parkrun's plan for the next five years. Parkrun will build on its existing structure to create a more professional, logically structured, better equipped and resourced, more sustainable organization. Within this overall aim, there are two key objectives. First, to be recognized internally and externally as a world-class organization. And second, to be a truly global movement with an even bigger impact and reach. What are Parkrun's core beliefs? Parkrun has stayed true to its values since the first event in 2004. Those values will form the foundation of the world-class organization Parkrun is creating. Those values are family, acting with humility and always putting the family first, bravery, being brave, bold and creative, fairness, acting with kindness and compassion, Recognition, recognizing and respecting each other. Authenticity, being honest and accountable. Those are really strong values, and that's an admirable plan. Now, let's catch up with some junior parkrunners. Here's the story of Maisie, told by her mum, Karen. They both attend Crew Junior Parkrun. Meet Maisie. She's my mini-me daughter. She was 12, going on 30, when I first shared our story with Parkrun magazine. Maisie has been coming with me and volunteering at Crew Junior Parkrun for a very long time. She's run around the course a couple of times and been tailwalk a few times too. Maisie suffers with anxiety, more specifically, emetophobia, which has seriously knocked her confidence during the past few years. I am immensely proud of her as she volunteers at crew most weekends, come rain, hail or shine. Maisie has gained so much confidence. She loves her parkrun family and has made lots of friends of all ages. Sunday is the one day of the week where I don't have to prize her out of bed. She gets up gladly to be there. It's proof that junior parkrun is not only good for exercise, but mental health and well-being too. Thank you, junior parkrun. Parkrun and Junior Parkrun are the highlight of many people's weekends. But behind the scenes, event teams work hard throughout the week, every week. In addition, there's also a network of dedicated volunteer ambassadors. Some ambassadors support new and existing events with answers to questions, technical help or funding advice. Others actively promote the ways people can get involved with Parkrun or answer queries and respond to event day incidents. Let's find out more about Havsa Meki, Junior Parkrun Run Director and Parkrun Outreach Ambassador. Her words are spoken by an actor. We have a young child, so on Sunday mornings we are usually up by 6.30. If we're lucky, it's usually 6. 
We have a small breakfast at home, get ready and then cycle to the park. Our little one has a ride in the cargo bike. If I'm run director, I head straight to the locker to get the equipment and send out a helper to check the course. If I'm not run director, I usually do the course check on my bike and put some cones out before heading to the briefing point where all the park run magic happens. We almost always stay in the park afterwards and have a bigger breakfast in the cafe. My favourite volunteer role is marshalling a junior park run. I love cheering really loudly and jumping around for the juniors. They are so inspirational and have the best reactions and smiles. When my son turned four not so long ago, he managed to get his first official volunteering credit, despite already being my superstar volunteer at more than 60 events since he was six weeks old. When I'm not involved with Parkrun, I work as a training coordinator for an organisation called People Powered Retrofit, a not-for-profit cooperative that helps householders retrofit their properties in order to bring down energy bills, make homes warmer and reduce carbon emissions. I am a director of a charitable organisation called Heart and Parcel, which provides free English language provisions for migrants. The lessons are centred around cooking. I'm also a founder of Mossside Eco Squad, a community group that organises monthly litter picking events in the area. We delve into other small projects too. Right now we're revamping a disused park and making it open to everyone again. It will be cleaner, safer and a home to community growing projects. All those things take up most of my time, but in the few minutes I have free each week, I also really love anything arts and crafts based. Joining Parkrun as an ambassador was a real milestone because I became more involved in an organisation that means so much to me. I'm an outreach ambassador and I focus on areas of social deprivation and junior events. The main thing I do is reach out to lots of different people to let them know what Parkrun is about and how to join in, which is something I find myself doing a lot anyway, even when I'm not wearing my ambassador hat. I've trialled ideas to increase involvement in junior parkrun in my own neighbourhood and then been able to pass them on to others, hopefully to spread the word even further. I've delivered presentations in adult colleges, spoken to primary schools and even had a stall at a Royal College of General Practitioners conference where I got to meet Dr Rangan Chatterjee. As well as celebrity doctors, I've met a bunch of really wonderful people in the community who are all doing great things with the same end goal, to improve the lives of others. Goodness, Hafsa is one busy woman. She's a real inspiration too, with her outreach work on behalf of Junior Parkrun. As well as dedicated ambassadors like Hafsa, Parkrun events need a place to happen. When a landowner says yes to a Parkrun taking place on their land, it can really benefit them as this next story shows. Where's your local parkrun? On a playing field? In a country park? In the woods? Someone, somewhere will have given permission for your local event to go ahead on that particular piece of land. It takes a special mix of ingredients and people to make a parkrun happen and landowners are a crucial part of the process. We found out more about the benefits that parkrun brings to both the borough and the communities within it. Setting up a parkrun is a process with a lot of moving parts. Each new event needs its core team of volunteers. It needs walkers, joggers and runners, but it also needs a piece of land 
where it can actually take place. Landowners play a vital role in ensuring parkruns go ahead every weekend and the land on which parkruns take place throughout the UK is owned by councils, universities, the National Trust, Forestry England and a mix of other private landowners. The London Borough of Hounslow is home to eight parkrun events, two juniors, five Saturday events, one of these is on National Trust land and a parkrun on the custodial estate. Hounslow is one of the most diverse areas in the country, home to 285,000 people speaking 188 different languages. The borough is a part of London, which might make you think it's full of huge houses, but its economic and social makeup is actually more like England as a whole. Paul Robert is head of policy, scrutiny and intelligence at the borough, and he explained to us, we are not very like London in many ways. We have lots more green space, that's one thing. A significant number of people are first or second generation migrants and Hounslow becomes home. People come here, they set down roots, they thrive. It's much more like England, he added, in the way that we compare to other places in terms of deprivation, salaries and jobs. So what are the benefits for a borough like Hounslow in hosting parkruns on their land? What do parkruns mean for the local communities? I'm really keen to make sure that we can help people do things that work for them by using the assets that we have. Paul told us. Gay Galvin, the borough's park project manager, agrees. She told us that parkruns are drawing in people to come and explore and spend time in their local green spaces. She added that sometimes people haven't visited local green spaces, but when they find out that there's a parkrun there, and that it's community rather than council-led. They are inspired to come along and get involved. They are bringing their families, their children, Gay told us. And they are discovering green spaces, which means that hopefully they'll then come back again and they'll start seeing the value of green spaces and how important it is to look after them. And they are such friendly events, aren't they? Gay added, I think that people are blown away with how kind other people are to them. This kind of social cohesion, bringing people together, is really important. But Hounslow has also found that Parkrun can forge links between communities and the council and turn a green space into the focal point of a particular area. A Parkrun event can attract those sections of the population who may not be interested in using council leisure facilities because of cost or they don't think gyms and swimming pools are for them. Susie Mundry, Head of Leisure explained to us, Often we find with underrepresented groups, people who don't necessarily want to join their local gym, they need something that's there for them when they want it and something that they don't need to attend if they've got something else on. And Parkrun does that. It slots into people's lives. Susie has also established strong and effective personal relationships with individuals who have set up Parkruns. We have uncovered some gems within the local community, she told us. They are fantastic individuals who come forward. They were a bit nervous about approaching the council initially. They were not sure who to speak to, what support they are going to get. But then, by the end of setting up that park run, we have established a really good relationship with them. And they naturally then go on to attract people to the park run. Paul Probert is mindful that areas within the borough are economically and culturally different 
and he sees Parkrun as a way of helping to bridge that gap. Councils have to be very good at ensuring equity of access, he told us. We really don't like the idea that a particular group can't access a particular thing. But Parkrun has a framework. All Parkruns are the same, but all Parkruns are totally different. What Paul means is that different parks, core teams and the culture surrounding each Parkrun give each event its own character. But people also know that Parkrun is open to everyone. I think the lovely element Parkrun provides is the framework that ensures that you have got a safe event and the council or the landowner just opens up that space, he told us. He uses Hounslow's variety of events as an example. Bedfont Lakes is different to Gunnersbury Park, which is different to Austerley, which is different to Hanworth. Each event is about a place owned by people of that place. Once people develop a relationship with an open space through Parkrun, they are also more inclined to take it upon themselves to look after it. For example, a volunteer doing the course check might clear up litter or fallen branches or contact the council if there's a more serious hazard. Councillor Salman Shaheen, cabinet member for parking, parks and leisure at Hounslow Council, explained to us that not only does Hounslow benefit from people using its green spaces, but that the social cohesion Parkrun provides connects groups who would not normally attend events together. We have got great park spaces in Hounslow that serve all the various different wards. He told us, there's a massive diversity of socio-economic groups. There are families. There are people of all different shapes and sizes. And that lends itself really well to ward-based community groups saying, actually, Parkrun isn't something for other people. Parkrun's something for me. Staying in Hounslow for a moment, let's have a word with Councillor Tom Bruce, a Cabinet member at the London Borough of Hounslow, with responsibility for regeneration and development. He's also a regular at Osterley Parkrun. His words are spoken by an actor. I started Parkrun in 2016. Initially, I wasn't sure Parkrun was for me. But then I was on holiday and I went to my first event in Sheringham in Norfolk and realised that Parkrun is for everyone. I have lovely childhood memories of Osterley Park. I'm from the area. There's such a positive, energetic feel to each Saturday park run. The run directors and volunteers are so encouraging and make us all feel welcome. I'm so grateful to the volunteer team. For me, Saturday is the beginning of the week. There's always someone at Park Run I recognise, and we say hello and have a chat at the beginning and the end. The more you go to Park Run, the more you see familiar faces. And everyone's so supportive and friendly. There are people from all sorts of walks of life, different backgrounds and different political persuasions. The local MP, Ruth Cadbury, runs and volunteers. We all see the personal and social benefits of people getting together. The nice thing about Osterley is it's two laps. So you could start by just doing one lap. I believe that Park Run is absolutely for everybody. People are so friendly and welcoming that you just want to come back. What a great story from Councillor Tom. And it was really interesting to hear more about how having a Park Run on your land can lead to benefits the whole community can enjoy. Coming up in the next episode, we'll be sharing some top tips about making the most of the food in your cupboards and fridge. 
Thank you for listening to Parkrun Magazine. We hope you like the features and enjoyed our simple ways to take steps towards a happier and healthier life. To find out more about your local Parkrun event or collect a free copy of the printed magazine, head over to magazine.parkrun.com. Parkrun Magazine is created by Parkrun, with the audio version made possible through editing and audio adaptation by Imogen Lees, and production by Light the Wind Media and Runcom. If you enjoyed listening, please remember to subscribe, leave a review, or share it with others. That's all for this episode. We hope you enjoy the next one.